0: Thank you for joining the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers Northwestern Northwestern Division for today's Missouri River Basin Conference Call. This call will provide an update of current runoff conditions as well as status updates from the Kansas City and Omaha Districts. These calls will be held each Thursday at 3 p.m. Central Time through the month of August. These calls are only part of our efforts to communicate with Basin residents. We place all our news releases on our website at nwd.usace.army.mil and on social media at nwd.usace. We encourage the public to use these resources, as well as our app, to get the latest information from the Corps, the National Weather Service, and other partner agencies. These calls are provided as a courtesy to congressional representatives, tribal, state, and local government officials, including levy sponsors and emergency managers, and the media. I am Eileen Williamson, and I will be moderating today's call. These calls are recorded and placed on the Defense Video and Imagery Distribution System at www.dvidshub.net slash unit slash USACE-NWD. Your participation acknowledges your consent to be recorded. All lines have been placed on mute. To unmute your line, to ask a question, press star six. Be aware that the forced mute function does not work on all phones. So if I ask, please use your phone's own mute function to avoid interrupting the call. Do not place the call on hold. The agendas for today's call is as follows. John Leihau from the Readiness Contingency Office from the Northwestern Division. Kevin Lau from the Missouri Basin River Forecast Center with the National Weather Service. Mr. John Remus from the Missouri River Water Management Division. Chris Perser and Judd Knieven from the Kansas City District, and Matt Kratsky from the Omaha District. These updates will be followed by a question and answer session, and calls for questions will not be part of the recording if none are asked. I'll turn the call over to you. John Layhow.
1: Thanks, Eileen. Can you hear
0: me? Yep, we got you.
1: Okay, hey, good afternoon, everybody. I'm John Layhow, Chief of the Northwestern Division Readiness and Contingency Operations Division. Both our Omaha and Kansas City districts continue to assess the magnitude of damages and the associated repair requirements throughout the Missouri River Basin. Despite the relief from the immense rains in May and June, the waters in the banks of the Missouri, Kansas, and Osage River Basins remain largely above flood stage, substantially higher than the, than the average for this time of the year. The river is expected to remain a flood stage for some time, and while our assessment teams and contractors are moving forward with repairs where feasible, our field engineers have yet to get boots on the ground to accurately assess the scope of damages to approximately 150 miles of damaged levees. Drier weather is permitting gauge readings to drop along the Missouri River, enabling us to gain more granularity on the extent and the cost of damages in the region. You have likely heard us refer to what we call phase one of our recovery efforts. This consists of initial and temporary repairs to over 150 breaches prior to the next flood season in March 2020. The total cost of these efforts is currently $120 million, and we expect that number to exceed uh, continue to rise as repairs continue. I have more details, but I'll wait until the uh, districts from Kansas City and Omaha uh, do their turn. Eileen, back to you. Over.
0: Thanks, John. We'll move to Kevin Lau from the Missouri Basin River Forecast Center.
2: Uh, thank you, Eileen. I'll uh, quickly go through the uh, rivers by state that we still have ongoing flooding. Uh, In South Dakota, uh, the James River, and we have a new crest um, due to the um, uh, recent rains. We expect the James to crest its mouth uh, late next week. Uh, Big Sioux River as well in South Dakota is in flood. In Nebraska, we had the Little Blue River, uh, the Republican River, um, and the Platte and the Wood. Uh, the Platte and the Wood are currently in major flood category. The state of Iowa, the Big Sioux. The state of Kansas, the Big Blue, the Black Vermilion, and the Republican River. In the state of Missouri, the Osage and the Sac. And along the main stem Missouri River below Gavin's Point, we have minor flooding from Nebraska City to St. Louis, with the exception of the Asheson to Kansas City Reach. Uh, looking over the next seven days, um, basically, uh, it looks fairly good. Um, it's kind of more the same. Scattered showers and thunderstorms possible over the next seven days. But as it stands right now, the cumulative aerial averages should be an inch or less. is now Tropical Storm Barry in the Gulf. Right now, uh, the latest uh, meteorological models show uh, a more eastward track than had been shown over the past couple of days. And so we hope at this point that Barry will simply have a glancing blow on the very southern part of our basin, uh, basically the Gasconade. But again, that could change. If it goes a little bit more west, then the Osage River Basin would be hit, and that would not be good, of course. But right now, uh, the track looks favorable. Uh, That concludes my brief pending questions at the end. Thank
0: you. Thanks, Kevin. I'll hand it over to Mr. John Remus from the Missouri, Missouri River Water Management Division.
3: Thank you, Eileen. Uh, Last week, we posted our July 1st Upper Basin runoff forecast. The July 1st forecast for runoff in the basin above Sioux City, Iowa is 49.9 million acre feet. This is slightly lower than our June 1st forecast of 50 million acre feet. If realized, this runoff will be the second largest runoff in the 120 year record. Reservoir system storage is currently 68.4 million acre feet. Uh, This is just above the base of the system's exclusive flood control zone. 12.3 million acre feet of the 16.3 million acre feet of total flood flood control storage is currently occupied. System storage is expected to peak within a week or so as the reservoirs continue to capture the last of the runoff from the melting mountain snowpack. Also the Bureau of Reclamation has been storing runoff in the flood control zones in some of their projects in the upper basin. They are beginning to release that uh, water now. We should be seeing that water from the Bureau projects in the Fort Peck and Garrison reservoirs in the next week or so. This water is included in our runoff forecast. Yesterday we posted an updated short range forecast or what is referred to as the three week forecast to our website. The forecast shows the 70 CFS system releases will be held through July to manage reservoir levels and continue to evacuate water stored in the reservoirs. Fort Randall Reservoir is at elevation 16, or excuse me, 1364.2. The reservoir is more than eight feet above its normal summer operating level. Releases from Fort Randall are currently 56,000 cubic feet per second and are expected to increase to 67,000 cubic feet per second as the inflows between Fort Peck, excuse me, Fort Randall and Gavins Point decline. Big Bend releases are currently 51,000 cubic feet per second and releases from Big Bend will range from 43,000 to 53,000 cubic feet per second as we move forward. Oahi reservoir is at elevation 1616.7 and is declining after a small rise due to localized rainfall runoff over the last few days. The reservoir is 9.2 feet above the base of the annual flood control zone. Releases from Oahe are currently about 55,000 cubic feet per second and will range from 54 to 55,000 cubic feet per second over the next week or so. Garrison Reservoir is at elevation eighteen fifty two point one, and is declining after a small rise due to local localized rainfall runoff over the last few days. The reservoir is two point one feet above the base of the exclusive flood control zone. Releases from um, releases and our releases are forecast to remain at forty six thousand cubic feet per second through July. Fort Peck Reservoir is at elevation 2246.8 and is declining after a small rise due to localized rainfall runoff over the last few days. The reservoir is 0.8 feet above the base of the exclusive flood control zone. Releases from Fort Peck is 12,000 cubic feet per second and is forecasted to increase to 15,000 cubic feet per second on Monday. We will continue to monitor conditions in the basin and will make any necessary release adjustments as the summer progresses. Thank you, and that concludes my update.
0: Thanks, John. We'll hand it over to Kansas City.
4: Thank you, Eileen. Uh, My name is Christopher Perser. I'm the Chief of the Water Management Section. Um, Today, I'm going to provide an update on the current reservoir conditions within the Kansas City District and water management decisions moving forward. While we are monitoring and operating all 18 of our district reservoirs, we are primarily focused on Reservoirs in the lower Kansas Basin and the Osage Basin still have a significant amount of water stored in those 10 reservoirs located within these two river basins. When empty, there are 9.1 million acre feet of combined flood storage available across those reservoirs. Currently, this volume is 71% occupied. Conditions on the Missouri River at Waverly and at Herman continue to improve and allow for. Increased releases from the Kansas Basin as a whole, and from Truman Reservoir, and yet a single rainfall event can reverse mm-hmm. weeks of progress and fill uh, any of these projects' flood control pools and push one or more of these reservoirs into surcharge operations. Today, the Missouri River at Kansas City is flowing at 162,000 cfs, approximately 43% of this flow by volume, or. Uh, 69,000 CFS is unregulated runoff just natural runoff Uh, lower Kansas basin conditions the following are this morning's reservoir conditions uh, the percent of flood control pool occupied Milford 79 Tuttle 81 Perry 79 Clinton 72 Cuddle Creek is releasing 16,000 CFS today and is forecast to increase to 20,000 CFS tomorrow. Milford increased from 9,000 CFS today to 12,000 CFS. Perry increased today from 2,000 CFS to 5,000 CFS. Uh, Clinton is releasing 500 CFS today and is anticipated to increase to 1,000 CFS tomorrow. Uh, Releases are increasing uh, from these lower Kansas Basin reservoirs as conditions on the Missouri River at Waverly continue to improve. Further upstream on the Smoky Hill River, uh, Kanopolis uh, is at 26% flood control pool occupied with a release of uh, 2,500 CFS on River Wilson is uh, 19% occupied with a release of 500 CFS and Wakanda on the Solomon is 20% occupied with a release of 1000 CFS moving on to the Osage Basin the following are this morning's reservoir conditions the percent of flood control pool occupied Pomona 54% Melbourne 57 Hillsdale 71, uh, Stockton 61, Palm de Terre 54, and Truman at 69. Truman is releasing 45,000 CFS today. As opportunity permits, the intention is to increase to 50,000 CFS, but this will first require that local inflows into Lake of the Ozarks uh, decrease. Um, in the Missouri River, as measured at Uh, at the Herman Gage continues to decline, and the Osage River, as measured at the St. Thomas Gage, is no longer in backwater. However, ratings over the July 4th weekend did cause Truman's lake level to rise, which in turn required some of the upstream projects to reduce their outflows in order to remain in tandem balance criteria with Truman. Uh, On the Kansas side of the Osage Basin, Melbourne and Pomona are, release, are both releasing 250 CFS today, with uh, Melbourne scheduled to increase to 500 CFS tomorrow. Hillsdale is releasing 160 CFS today and is scheduled to increase to 500 CFS tomorrow. On the Missouri side of the Osage Basin, uh, Palm de Terre releases increased this morning from 500 CFS to 1,000. Meanwhile, Stockton uh, continues to generate hydroelectric power 24-7 with gradually increasing uh, releases allowance as the backwater effect of Truman Lake on the Sack River at Kaplan and Nules continues to recede. Um, and as, a, uh, as an added topic today, um, uh, the Republican River Basin, uh, I'd like to report on Harlan County Lake. Um, uh, Harlan County Lake in the Republican River Basin uh, in South Central Nebraska is 31% occupied. In the past 24 hours, it exceeded its historic maximum lake level elevation of 1955.66, set back in April of 1960. As of this morning, Harlan County Lake has slowly, over the past four months, crept up to an elevation of 1956 and some change. Um, uh, Highland County Lake is only making irrigation releases at this point in cooperation with the U.S. Bureau of Reclamation. There is no anticipated uh, date or time for the lake to crest. Flood control releases are likely to begin may begin in late August or even in September once mutually compatible conditions are established between Highland County Lake and Milford Lake. because milford lake will receive um, the waters that Harlan county releases that said uh, kansas city district continues to have engineers and lake project staff monitoring our dams daily and at some dams 24 hours a day through this monitoring we can state that all kansas city district dams are structurally sound and performing as designed that concludes my update thank you
0: Thanks.
5: Uh, Judd? Yes. Good afternoon. I'm Judd Knieven. I'm the Emergency Management Chief here for the Kansas City District. Our Emergency Operations Center remains activated uh, at level 2, partial activation. Uh, Our operating hours are 6 a.m. to 5 p.m. Monday through Friday. If you need assistance uh, outside of these hours, please call our 24-hour emergency line at 816-426-6320. Again, that number is 816-426-6320. Leave your name, a uh, short message, and your telephone number, and we'll get back to you as soon as possible. Kent City District priorities remain public quality 499 program, flood fight, and levee repairs, dam safety and reservoir management, and stakeholder communication. Although high water on the Missouri River continues to impact our ability to complete damage assessments, to date, Our levy rehabilitation team has received a total of 93 requests for assistance uh, which i believe represents 64 levy systems our higher headquarters has approved 11 non-federal levy uh, excuse me 11 uh, project information reports and that includes both federal and non-federal levy systems and we expect to have all damage assessments and project information report development completed by the end of September, uh, regardless of river conditions and or weather. Uh, We continue to work the mill creek and big tarkeo emergency measures. The solicitations for the proposed work uh, were posted to FedBizOps last week. We expect contract awards within the next seven to 14 days. Uh, We continue to support pumping operations at several levee systems. And we are providing technical assistance and direct assistance uh, on an as needed basis. Uh, please pay attention to watches and warnings from the National Weather Service and listen to instructions from your local emergency management officials and first responders. This weekend's going to be a hot one. Please include water safety considerations should your activities be near rivers, lakes, or levee protected areas. Thank you. This concludes my remarks.
0: Thanks, Judd. I'll hand it to you, Matt Kratsky.
6: Thanks, Eileen. Good afternoon. This is Matt Kraske, Chief of the Readiness Branch, the Army Corps of Engineers, Omaha District. On our last call, we had announced the closure of Levee Breach 575A north of Percival, Iowa. Just yesterday, we awarded a $2.8 million contract to build up the elevation on that breach, as well as on Breach 575B near Hamburg, Iowa. The objective of the repair work is to increase the level of flood risk management to approximately the 25 year level of protection for this section of the L575 levee system until the system can be fully rehabilitated. The contract scope of work also includes interim repairs. We previously announced the completion of the revetment along the L575B breach. The purpose of which was to replace the structure along the riverbank that was severely damaged during the March flooding. The revetment is effectively reducing the water flow through the levee breach, which is helping us to meet our goal of closure of this breach by this weekend. Last time, we also mentioned that we were working on widening the sand berm pad along the levee L611614 near Council Bluffs with the purpose of both filling in the large scour hole that was left and to begin fortifying the levee to a 25-year level of protection. We are scheduled to complete the sand berm placement today and will begin placing a clay cap over this berm this weekend. Overall, we expect to have this temporary inlet breach closure completed later this month. For levee L550 between Watson and Rockport, Missouri, the contractor has three jet dredges on site with a fourth dredge set to begin shortly. A site walk was conducted on Monday for levy R-616-613, located south of Offutt Air Force Base, and also levy R-613 south of that levy. The award of this contract remains on schedule for late July. We completed an initial breach closure on levy Breach L-601C, an inlet breach near Bartlett, Iowa, last week. This breach was impacting the I-29 corridor, and was identified as eligible for emergency operations direct assistance. These initial repairs are directed at stopping the flow from the Missouri River into the area behind the levee system and providing an incremental level of flood risk management. Our Northwestern Division headquarters has approved 36 of the full rehabilitation project inspection reports. And there is one PIR awaiting their review and approval. Three additional requests for rehab assistance have been received and preparation of these PIRs is currently underway. For regular updates on the repair efforts to flood control structures in the Missouri River basin, visit the Omaha District System Restoration webpage at https://forward/forward/www.nwo.usace .army.mil, and click on the red levy status updates icon on the left side of the page. There you can track status updates, view photos and videos, and also see which levies are active or inactive in the Public Law 8499 program. Please assist us in communicating that life safety is our primary focus in our efforts to repair the levy systems and we continue to work with federal, state, and local emergency management agencies to ensure the public is aware of the continued safety risks associated with the damaged levies. We appreciate your assistance in spreading this message and sharing in our responsibility to keep the public informed about the risks associated with the levy. Thank you, and I'll now turn the call back over to you, Eileen.
0: Thanks, Matt. We'll move to the question and answer session. We'll start with questions from congressional delegation members, tribes, state and local government officials. And then we'll move to the media. Please be sure to state your name and the organization you represent before asking your question. We'll go by the state, go through the states in alphabetical order. We'll start with the state of Iowa. Again, star six to unmute your phone. Okay, no questions heard from Iowa, state of Kansas. Missouri. Montana, Nebraska, North Dakota, South Dakota, Wyoming. Eileen. Yes.
4: Jeff Dooley from Dakota Dunes. A quick question for uh, Mr. Remus. Okay. In regards, to the releases at uh, Fort Randall. I heard you say sixty-seven thousand, I think, but I didn't quite catch it. The...
3: <clears throat> from Fort Randall. Yes, yeah. six, uh, sixty-seven thousand by the end of the month is what we're oh, talking Okay, yeah, oh, we're okay. Hey. thank you for the clarification. All
0: right. Thanks, Jeff. Okay, we'll move to media from the state of Iowa again. Star six to unmute your phone. Kansas? Missouri?
1: Hi, this is Dennis Sharkey with the Mount City News. Yes. I have a question for Judd. Um, last time you guys were here, I know you talked about the uh, breach that you guys were working on on Mill Creek, but there was another one that was north of that and you guys were hoping the Omaha District would pick that up. Has there been any kind of movement on that, or decisions made about that? The other breach on
5: Mill Creek? Uh, no, Dennis, no, this uh, No, we haven't discussed that yet. We're actually waiting for bids on uh, our end to see how we'll progress the right bank. Um, uh, right now, that bottom upstream of of Mill Creek still has quite a bit of water in it, so we got our eyes on that too because we want to see how it drains. Uh, how it drain naturally before um, we make any move uh, to discuss with Omaha the potential for closing that uh, right descending uh, bank breach. Over.
1: So you're going to make you're going to close the
5: first hole first, and then kind of see how things go from there. Yeah, we just want we want to see what the cost is going to look like, uh, actual cost instead of estimated cost uh, for the work we're proposing, and then. Um, once we have a good handle on that, then we'll sit down and talk with Matt and his team. So,
1: how, how are the costs looking so far for the other projects? Are they coming in the way you thought? Or,
5: uh, we don't know. They won't be opened uh, uh, until next week. So it'll be sometime next week before we have a good handle on that. OK, thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah, you're welcome.
0: Thanks, Dennis. Any other questions from the state of Missouri? We'll move to Montana, Nebraska. Again, star six to unmute your phone.
6: Yeah, this is Nancy from the World Herald. I have a question for Christopher from Kansas City.
0: Okay.
6: Hey, Christopher, on Harlan Lake, did did I understand you say that it's only 31% occupied, even though it has set a record for how much water it has in it?
4: Yes, that's right. So it just has never been fully full?
0: That's correct. Nancy, that's 31% of the flood control pool, not the entire right. reservoir. Oh, OK. All right. OK, thanks. Yeah. Appreciate it. Yep. That's You're all. Welcome. Any other questions, state of Nebraska? OK, North Dakota? South Dakota? State of Wyoming. Okay, any national press or final questions before we adjourn? Again, star six to unmute your phone. As a reminder, the next call will be held on July 18th. Uh, Due to the difficulties we've had with this uh, conference call line, I am going to uh, provide a new phone number for us to use for the call uh, next week. So please watch your email, and I will send that out um, early part of next week and then a reminder on Thursday. Thank you again to everybody for participating, and we'll talk to you in a week.